I'm Chara Santilli. I was born with ambition. My parents were entrepreneurs and I pushed myself to be high school valedictorian, class president, most artistic, and most likely to succeed. The summer I turned 19, we celebrated my dad's 50th birthday with a hot air balloon ride. A crash landing left him with a broken neck, me with a broken heart, and my mom coping through alcohol. My relentless ambition helped me become a successful entrepreneur, yet my own private paralysis and overachiever addiction ruled me. I finally ventured on a quest for my best life. I found the path of my inner peace, how to stay on it and how to show the way for others. Now it's your turn. Ready to take that load off your shoulders? Join me so you can cherish your life. Today, let's talk about sleep. Since we officially entered winter a few handful of weeks ago, I feel like I've taken on the energy of the bear and really felt the need to hibernate, which means me sleeping more, going to bed earlier, and taking more naps. Now, I have never been a night owl, and I have always felt like I needed more sleep than everyone around me. Heck, even in my childhood, I'd be with a group of friends watching a movie and I would notoriously fall asleep partway through. (laughs) We all knew it was going to happen, but I just wanted to be with them anyway, and they didn't mind. So it just was the the way it was. It didn't matter how action packed the movie was. I would conk out. For most of my adult years, My normal bedtime was around 9.30 to 10. My husband and I would even joke that 10 p.m. was my pumpkin time, you know, as in Cinderella reference when the carriage turned back into a pumpkin at midnight. But for me, the critical hour was 10 p.m. But for the last month, I've been going to bed around 8.30 to 9 pretty regularly because I just finally accepted that I'm really usually tired then, and I feel so much better when I go to bed at that time. So for me, I wake up really pretty early no matter what time I go to bed. So going to bed earlier nearly every night has helped me so much. I am getting better quality sleep, and I feel more rested the next day, and I feel a deeper sense of calm overall throughout the day. There's also an added bonus of feeling like I have more quality time with myself in the morning because I love the quiet of the early morning. And so that's like this extra time for me to do whatever supports me. So instead of trying to push myself to stay up later, I'm really now honoring my own rhythm, my own energy. And I think this is another layer of my old pusher way of being that I was ready to let go of recently. I'm referring to the pushing myself to working more than when than was healthy for my body and my mind. I'm referring to the pushing myself to achieve things, pushing myself to do things, pushing for results, pushing of things around me to feed my need to feel in control, the pushing to please everyone. So many ways I'd push and chase things. And in a prior episode, 
I talked about how I've evolved to be more of a seeker instead of a, the word I used in that was chaser, but kind of in that, that pushing, pushing and chasing energy. And I think that applies here to the topic of sleep and rest and caring for myself. In the way that I'm seeking to improve my self-care, I have discovered that going to bed earlier really makes a huge difference. I feel like I'm showing up for myself in a bigger way by making this a new habit right now. And I really want to continue to show up for myself more and more, whatever that may mean in the moment. I know I can improve in other ways that I can take better care of myself. There's always room to take better care. There's always room to love myself more. So I'm still seeking out ways that work for me to do that. And I also know that these things can change over time because I continue to change over time. Although going to bed early, that's more like a return to taking care of the young child, Cheris, (laughs) because she was in bed at like 8 p.m. like clockwork. (laughs) Um, Okay, so then a few nights ago, I pushed myself to stay up and finish a movie and I got to bed around 10 and I could not go to sleep until after 1230. It was like I missed the sleep train, like I missed my window. And the next night I made it a point to be in bed no later than nine. And it only took me a few minutes to fall asleep when I did that again. So I'm back on that rhythm of 830 to nine in bed and pretty much able to fall asleep pretty fast as long as I'm doing that and sleeping really well. So what about you? Have you been forcing yourself to either stay up later or get up earlier than your body naturally wants? Do you feel better when you go to bed and get up at a certain time? Now, I know that you may have certain obligations with children or your job that factor into this, but what if Just what if, what if there's a creative solution that you just haven't thought of yet that would help you adjust your sleep schedule, even if it was just for a few nights a week to start? Sleep is so important. I looked up some stats and learned that Americans average only six and a half hours of sleep per night, but studies show that 95% of our population needs between seven to eight hours. And elite performers... And elite athletes need more. Um, you know, elite performance performers apparently need around 8.6 hours a night. Elite athletes, even more than that. It must be nine plus. One study showed that when Stanford swimmers increased their sleep to 10 hours per night, they felt happier and more energetic, and their swimming performance significantly improved. It's not surprising that we feel better when we sleep more. And we usually also do things in less time when we're well rested. So for us busy bees out there, it's a good reminder that imagine, you know, I used to have all the reasons why during times when I felt extremely busy and was letting work completely take over my life that I needed to not, I, I couldn't take the nap. I couldn't get to bed earlier, you know, whatever it was, because I had all these things to do. Well, the truth is, and I know this, and I knew this at the time, but I just 
couldn't make it a priority, that I was much more effective when I was more, when I was more uh, rested. And so it kind of went against the whole argument, right? Because I could get more done in a shorter period of time. So are you making sleep a priority? You know, what if you slept a little more each night? How would that benefit you? How would that help you? And how would it benefit others? Because often we think that our need to stay up late or get up early is actually because of others, to benefit others, to take care of others, certain obligations, people in our lives. But what if it was actually better for them if we got more sleep? Wouldn't they benefit if you were more rested and therefore you were more present? My husband, Don, is a total night owl, completely different than me. And I would really try to stay up later to spend time with him. But the truth is, that just doesn't work for me. So I've stopped trying to force that. And instead, I just make sure that we have quality time together earlier in the evening. And I've adjusted other things in my life to make sure that that happens. So... I stopped trying to force this, force myself to be a way that I'm not. And he's totally supportive of it. And he'd rather be around a Cheris that is rested and more kind and more uh, with it. (laughs) And I'm a total napper. Um, Really, I, I, I can nap pretty easily. So if you can nap, do it. And Maybe you work from home or maybe you can safely take a snooze in your car or your office. I'll tell you a little secret. When I was working from, when I wasn't working from home, this is back years ago, I totally took some naps in my car. It's totally possible. I I did that. Um, And cat naps are really a key part of my life. If I look back and I'm honest, the days I powered through and didn't let myself take a nap, even though I really wanted one. Those are days I was less productive. I was less clear-headed. I was less kind uh, than the days I let myself take a nap when I needed it. Even just laying down and resting for five to 10 minutes is so powerful to reset your system. And I, there's been plenty of times I've fought that, but now I just, I've been able to convince myself and convince get my whole brain on board here with this, that I am so much better when I do that. So even if I lay down and I can't quite fall to sleep, just that time to just check out for a little bit is, it does wonders for me. And so I want to encourage you to do that if you, if you don't already, or you don't let yourself, you know, give yourself permission to do that. And what about also asking for what you need to support you to get enough sleep? Some friends invited us over for dinner a few months ago, and we actually, I can't remember how this came about, but I think I was even hesitant to speak up and I made a comment to my husband and, but somehow I think he even encouraged that we made sure we did this. We did speak up and we kindly asked if we could move up the time a little because I'm such an early to bed person. I wasn't even going to bed as early as I am now, <laughs> but but I, I knew that the dinner start time was gonna put us home 
late enough. It was going to not be my ideal scenario. They totally understood and were happy to move it up. You just never know if you don't ask. And even I was hesitant to speak up initially. And then it he helped remind me, well, why don't we just ask? I mean, they're friends and, you know, why, why don't we just ask? So what else can support you? Think about the settings on your devices to either change the light to go warmer and dimmer, the nighttime mode that we all have the options for these days on our phones and computers. I had that set up everywhere. It's awesome. As well as having the do not disturb turn on scheduled, you know, to turn on. Mine goes on at least an hour before bedtime. That really helps so I don't get distracted and hear of messages or things. It just helps me disconnect. And then what about your surroundings, other parts of your surroundings? Like, do you need different bedding or do you need darker window coverings? We have blackout blinds that are awesome. Um, Maybe a soothing noise machine. We use an air purifier. And when I travel, I use an app on my phone. But there's also, oh, and I've also have a a little noise machine I got that is just handy that uh, is separate from the phone too, that works really great and is inexpensive. So all of those things can really help. Um, It helps for the fact that Don and I go to bed at such different times. So having that, you know, just soothing background noise helps. uh, um, What's the... uh, what am I trying to say the word, um, block out or make it so that I don't notice when he comes in a few hours later than me and vice versa. When I get up earlier than him, he doesn't hear me either. So that noise really helps in that. Plus just is something to focus on. Um, as far as even mindfulness practice, meditation and quiet in your brain, having a noise like that can help you settle in. And if you it, it really can be supportive. So there's there's all kinds of, of great reasons to have something like that. And then there's another key factor for me in my surroundings is that I really need something to help regulate my temperature. In recent years, at the age I'm getting into, I'm finding that I tend to get hot at night, especially. And our type of mattress we has, have tends to like absorb my heat and then feed it back to me. And it just makes me get really uncomfortable. So I did a lot of research and I got a device called an Uler is the one that I got. O-O-L-E-R. That basically it's a pad that goes over just my side of the mattress. And it has a small tube of water that runs through it. So I can set the temperature on it and have it be you know, pretty stable all night for me. And I can set it to turn on and off automatically. And it is awesome. Um, So there's no, uh, you know, when I grew up, we had electric uh, heated blankets, which were great where I grew up very, very cold in the winters and stuff. But I know that safety wise, they're not really recommended much these days. And um, other reasons people like to avoid having electricity uh, running or through a blanket and then things. But in this case, I'm needing something to maintain a technically a cooler temperature. And 
the water that runs through this does that for me. And then I, it's easy to clean and, and maintain. And it, it's it, it really, <laughs> I, I had to get it serviced a couple times over the years. And, um, oh my gosh, the time I was without it, I, it, I was, it was no fun. It was no fun. I almost considered getting another one. Um, to have as a backup, because if if I'm ever without it, it just, it really compromised my sleep. But anyway, th- so those are some things that I've done. And this is where I'm at when it comes to sleep. I hope this episode got you thinking today about how you could improve your sleep. And maybe it just brought it to top of mind to think about, could you improve it? Would it be better? What would you like to change because for me, going to bed earlier was like a, a magical, wonderful change in my life. And I already felt like I went to bed fairly early, but boy, it's made a huge difference. Oh, and I'll tell you, even, let's see, I think it was the day after Christmas, I was really sleepy in the afternoon. It would have been a great day for a nap. And I had an appointment to take my car in for a service. So I did I wanted I wanted to keep that appointment to address the thing that was going on. And then I was so sleepy the whole time. I got home and then I let myself go to bed really early. Like 6:30 I'm heading to brush my teeth and get ready and I was in bed by 7 and asleep within moments. And I slept well but I, you know, every once in a while, I'll have a night like that. Well, I'll need to go to sleep like as early as 6.30 or 7. And I just, usually if I'm that tired, it's it's something that I can't even try to fight. I mean, that's like, I, if I'm that tired, I pretty much let myself do that. And it doesn't happen that often. But um, I, I just hope this helps you think about what maybe you could change if there's something you could change to get better sleep because it's just making this start to this new year super great. My closing quote for today is an Irish proverb. A good laugh and a long sleep are the two best cures for anything. I hope you're enjoying my Cherish Your Life podcast. If this is supporting you in any way, please review, subscribe, and share it with friends and family. You can follow me on social media at Cherish Your Life, and my website is cherishyourlife.com. Yep, my name's unique. Here's an easy tip for you to pronounce and spell it. It's like the city Paris, but with a CH. Special thanks to my dear friend Paul Suyelgis, who enhanced and mixed the musical track. Little did we know back in college in the 90s, while my then boyfriend, now husband, and I listened to Paul riff on his guitar, that he'd be helping me decades later give a creative touch to something called a podcast.